you're listening to Real Talk SLP with your host, Elise Clark, the Deviling Speechy. This is a show to help speech pathologists navigate the SLP world with real-life stories to celebrate therapy successes and how to persevere when failure comes knocking on your door. Hey there, Rockstar SLPs. This is the Real Talk SLP podcast. I'm your host, Felice Clark, the Dabbling Speechy, and we're on the last episode of 2021. So that means that I had an episode for a week all through 2021. That was my goal to get on here, have, you know, real talk conversations about speech pathology throughout the year. And if you have listened to my podcast, I just want to say thank you, thank you for taking some time out of your day to listen to me, the guests that I've had on. And I really hope that it's helped you this year to um, try something new, to have a reminder that, you know, things might be hard and ways to cope with those trials that we're facing and hopefully giving you some much needed inspiration to keep doing the work that you're doing to help your students uh, succeed. And you have done an amazing job this year. You know, we often get overlooked or we feel like we're, we're just paperwork, right? We're paperwork clerks. And it, it does feel like that. But, you know, as a reflection for myself, I, I you know, I went part time about three or four years ago and then was doing, you know, the dabbling speechy side of um, my job and then still being able to work in the schools two days a week. And it was a really great balance. And this year I took the year off and it has been really great. There has been, you know, it's been hard too, because um, I'm creating a lot of content. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love it. But, you know, there's a part of me that's like, I miss seeing students and I miss seeing their sweet faces and those kids too, that you're like, they're a little bit challenging and you're going, okay, how can I help them? How can I help support their communication and be uh, a part of their team to bring everyone together? You know, so I really do miss seeing students and you have that, that privilege to see students. And I know it's been a hard year and I know it's been hard to, you know, probably find joy when you're in those, in the trenches. So I just want to remind you that you have been doing a job that is exhausting And yet you're still doing it. And I'm sure your students are so thankful for you, even if they haven't verbally expressed that. You show up every day, you do your work, you work with your team, you try your best, you get your paperwork done on (laughs) time-ish. And so, you know, take a moment to reflect on that, to, um, you know, when I can, especially at the end of the year, because we have a new year, I try to pick a word for the new year. I try to pick something that I want to focus on, something that either I need to re- have a reminder. Like I think one year I did joy. And and so it was my reminder word that like when you're starting to feel, you know, grumpy and just unsatisfied, I need that reminder that, you know, in the Bible, it says, you know, we should consider joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because the testing of your faith develops perseverance. 
And so I need that reminder that even when I'm in the trials and tribulations of parenting and, and being a speech pathologist and running a business, that I should be finding joy in the small things and the big things. And so I'll pick a word for the year just to help me focus. And sometimes it's it's faith or it's um, you know gratitude. It could be something that you feel like you're lacking, but it could also be something that you want to improve, like organize, organizing, organization, you know, whatever your goal is, I have found for myself and the way my brain works and the way that I sometimes, you know, how I approach making changes is I try to think of a big idea, a big, you know, hope. And then I look at ways that I can make small actionable steps towards that goal because it isn't going to happen, you know, tomorrow and in a month. Um, it's going to happen in six months, in a year. And so when I focus on the fact that I haven't gotten to that year goal yet, it can really drag me down. So what I've done over the years is I've tried to go, you know, I really want to be co-teaching in this classroom and I really want it to be streamlined, but we're not even there yet. I got to get myself in the classroom and, and start building a relationship. So what small things can I do? So that in a year from now, I will be co-teaching with this teacher um, with a positive, successful outcome, and the kids will be learning and, and growing and getting carryover. So that's how I approach that type of goal professionally. And then personally, you know, when you're working as a clinician or as a person, we have character development. We have things that we want to uh, focus on, you know, our health, our fitness, um, those things. And I have found too, like, yeah, I want to lose weight in a week. Okay. I want to be, <laughs> you know, I want to be in that smaller size in a week. And as we know, that rarely I that doesn't really happen long-term. So I've even had to, you know, adjust my um, growth process with creating new habits in other areas like fitness. Like I'm just going to start work, you know, making a goal of two days a week at this time, I'm going to go work out or I'm going to do my, my workout video, or I'm going to go on a walk. Um, and that is how we make changes, right? So enough of my, um, <laughs> my, all right, everybody, let me give you some self-help tips. Um, cause that's not really why, what I was going to record today. Today, I'm going to be recording some of some SLPs shared some funny stories from their actual clients. It's all anonymous. And I think we need a little pick me up. I love hearing funny things from kids. It, it brings joy to me and it sparks me up. I mean, I, I love coming home from work and having a story for my husband, like, listen, what happened? Listen, what this kid said to me, you know, kind of thing. And so we get that pleasure, guys. We get that pleasure of having some of these great little story nuggets. And so I wanted to share some that people shared this year that their kids have said to them. So before I jump into just reading those out loud to you, I want to let you know about if you're starting to think about winter seasoned therapy plans and like snowman type therapy plans, I have a ton of blog posts on my website, thedabblingspeechy.com with ideas and activities. I've even recorded a few podcast episodes about winter. Um, episode 43 is winter YouTube videos to use with your older students. Episode 64, five winter theme books for your mod severe caseload. So if you like to listen to podcasts and you haven't heard those episodes, check those out. 
Um, I also have a free YouTube Google slide um, presentation all ready to go for you guys with all the best winter YouTube videos. So you can, I'll put, I'll link it in the show notes and you can go click there. Otherwise you can go to dabblingspeechy.com and search winter videos um, or best winter videos and it will pop up. But I have been writing a lot of blog posts because winter is a long season and, and there, and you can really, really stretch this theme for at least a month. Um, and, and you can even, you know, do winter season and then do snowmen. You can really do some sub winter themes within January and February. And what it does is it creates a lot of streamlining to your lesson planning. So if you haven't listened to, um, I want to say I should know this it's episode, I think 43 or 44. It's all about why I use themes longer than a week. And so you're going to want to check that out. If you're going to want to start using a theme based therapy approach, but, uh, yeah, I've been writing some blog posts. I have a free winter snowball fight reinforcer with Yetis. That's a free download. So hit the show notes to get the link to that. Um, I just posted must have snowman toys for speech. And then I have a whole blog post with ideas for winter activities for speech therapy. So make sure to check back at the dabblingspeech.com because I do have blog posts in the queue to go out uh, with ideas to keep you inspired so that you have engaging lessons to serve your students well. So a winter theme is really my jam because there are so many resources and activities that you can do to keep it fresh, keep your kids engaged and keep you engaged. Um, and so I love sharing about those ideas. So go check those out. Now let's talk about some of these funny, funny quotes, things that kids have said to speech pathologists. So one SLP said, I was working with the cutest little three-year-old redheaded cowboy you ever saw, and he and I had been working for a year and a half. After having him try the same target several times, he says, I need to tell my dad something. I said, okay. He gets up, walks over to his true blue cowboy dad and whispers to him, you know, dad, Miss Mandy is a real pain in my butt. <laughs> The therapist and the dad both nearly fell over laughing. You know what? It is really hard to, to work on something that you can't seem to get. People just keep asking you to do it over and over again. I get it. I get it. He's just telling it like it is. So this one student and the speech pathologist was talking about categories, and we talked about food, specifically fruit. We were listing fruits, and then the student said turkey. I told him turkey wasn't a fruit, and he began to cry and said, I can't believe turkey isn't a fruit. I never even ate turkey before. I broke this kid's heart by telling him turkey isn't a fruit. <laughs> funny, funny. Um, this one SLP was just working with her kid, and this kid just said, light skin, you doing too much. You know, it's there's a couple of quotes coming down um, the pike. Another SLP said, a kid just said to her, are you stressed? And it's like, you know, if the kids are starting to know that we do too much, that we look and stressed, um, we got a problem on our hands, right? Because that means if they're noticing it and the administration isn't noticing it, we got a, we got a problem, right? 
All right. So another funny quote from a kindergarten student. This speech pathologist said, I have a kinder student that loves his Fink Floyd beanie. He loves to wear it at school. And if you if you don't know, he's got it's Pink Floyd. And the speech pathologist says, I just don't want to fix it. I don't want to work on it because Fink Floyd is so cute, right? Sometimes our kids say some really cute errors and you're just like, it's too adorable, but it needs to be fixed. We're going to get that fixed. Pink Floyd, we're going to get it this year, buddy. Um, Okay, so another student said, listen, I didn't sign up for speech club. I signed up for garden club. And I would like to tell him, I didn't sign up for garden club. I signed up. I'd rather do speech club because I really don't have a garden. Um, I'm not good at gardening. One day, maybe I will be if I start studying it, but I really am not good at it. Um, It takes quite too much time. I'd much rather be in the speech club where I can talk as much as I want. No, I'm kidding. Isn't that cute? I didn't sign up for the speech club. I signed up for garden club. (laughs) Do you know what room that is? Um, Okay, so another student, so there's a speech pathologist. She goes by Mrs. B for short. And one student said, I really don't know why some kids, some students call you a B, but I don't think you are. (laughs) Clearly that student knows what a B can also stand for. So super funny. Okay. So... Here's another little one. So one little girl was working on S blends and I gave her the word stop to use in a sentence. She couldn't think of a sentence. So I modeled one for her. I said, my daddy stops at the stop sign. She looked at me and said, no, my daddy don't top at the top sign. It was hilarious. (laughs) So basically she's outing her dad that He's doing some rolling stops at the stop signs and he's about to get a ticket someday and he might learn his lesson at that point. Guys, got to stop at the stop signs. Your kids notice. They know these things and they're going to tell their speech pathologist. All right, so we have another cute one. Do you know Miranda on YouTube with the red lipstick? And the speech pathologist says, no, I don't know her. And the student said, well, you sound just like her. And the speech pathologist says, does she have a really annoying voice? And the student said, yeah. How dare you talk about Miranda Lambert like that? I'm a country fan and I like Miranda Lambert. Um, That's so funny. All right, a few more, a few more. So there was a kid who had fought this speech pathologist all year long. So the kid who didn't want to do anything in speech all year long, fighting the speech pathologist, brings the speech pathologist a Christmas gift today. <laughs> okay, and he says as he hands this to the speech pathologist, I can't believe I'm doing this. Merry Christmas. It's candy. And I still hate speech. <laughs> Come on, that's funny. You know, he still has a heart. He may not like speech, but he sees us working really hard to try to make him like it, right? All right, so here's another one. Me to a student before a staff development day. You are so lucky you get tomorrow off, but I still have to come to work. And the student says, where do you work? 
The student looks at me and says, do you have makeup on your eyes? And the speech pathologist says, yes. And the student says, yeah, I think you put too much on. I've had a story like that. I mean, definitely. I think we all have where the kids are either like, what? Wow, Miss Clark, you look different today. And and you're like, what does that mean? What, is, what does that mean? And I had one student who, bless his heart, I wanted to take him home. I was wearing makeup that day. And he said, you look different. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said to me, well, you just, you look, you look pretty. And I said, well, what do and then <laughs> I think I probed him like, well, what do I look like on other days? He's like, you look the same. You look pretty too. And I said, yes, no, thank you. Um, you know, and, and I've had other kids say things, you know, very bluntly letting me know how I, I look, especially when pregnant. I've had a few where I was like, what did, what did you just say about my legs? Okay. Um, so yes, I've had kids who have talked about my makeup and the way I look and I just chuckle because, um, you know, <sighs> kids are just honest. All right. So here we go. So there, this is a conglomerate of, I think some things that kids have, um, said to this speech pathologist and we'll close out the episode with this. So, you know, here, I'm just going to say them all. I know how you get pink eye. You fart on someone's face. You're as old as my mom. You must get paid $10,000 to do this. You must have a million jobs. You live here. (laughs) Sometimes it feels like we live here. I think our jobs, we uh, spend a lot of time at work. It's our third home, right? Um, I hope that this episode gave you a couple of chuckles and reminded you about some of the fun, cute things your students have said to you this year, or quite possibly some interesting things that students have said to you this year. I know last year doing teletherapy, I definitely had some interesting um, exchanges. (laughs) And there's never a dull moment in our job. But What's so great is seeing our students uh, transform over the year and build a relationship with them and feel their confidence uh, grow. So this is the last episode of 2021. Can you believe it? Now, if you have enjoyed this podcast, um, please go on Apple Podcasts and leave a review about what you like. Uh, You can also reach out to me on social media with topics that you would like to hear about, guests you might want to have on the show to discuss different topics on in 2022. Um, I hope that this winter break, you have had some time to relax, to de-stress. Um, some of you may be struggling with the loss of a family member. So I just hope and pray that you have been able to have some time to just be still and be comforted, you know, in that, in that time and allowed to just grieve or process things. I know sometimes, um, especially as parents or when we have to go to see a lot of family, it can just stay busy and there really isn't any time for ourselves. So I just hope you carve out a little bit of time to take a nap, to rest, to reflect, to drink a yummy warm beverage and read a book or 
get outside and do something that you love, like skiing or snowshoeing or going to, you know, a fun brewery or someplace with friends just to laugh and get away from, um, you know, work. And, and that's what the break should be about. And hopefully you'll be able to spend some time with family, playing games, catching up with people you haven't been able to spend time with, you know, as much. So I really hope that uh, you feel recharged when you go back into January. And, you know, I'll be sharing all my tips on themed therapy um, on at the dabbling speechy. And you can also follow me at theme therapy SLP. I'm going to be launching a themed based lesson planning course for speech pathologists to help them build confidence with implementing themes in their therapy rooms to cover a wide range of skills and ages. So be on the lookout for that. And I have some other fun things planned this year. You know, you guys have always kept me inspired. And so it's always a joy and honor to serve and help uh, Rockstar SLPs help their students. So have a great uh, new year and yeah, I'll see you in the, I'll see you in 2022. All right. Stay inspired until next week. Bye. Uh-huh.